You're listening to a Rev FM production podcast. Welcome to Pastors Live, the show that discusses things of the Bible and current events for people who love to laugh. And now, the hosts who answer questions with more questions, it's Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Hey everybody, it's Pastors Live. It's Friday. It's a fantastic Friday. It's a wonderful Friday. And I'm excited that we're here together today. It is episode 902. Gary, did you think we we're going to do this? No this way. Long? No, no, I didn't think so either. Uh, I had no idea this thing was going to turn into what it is. <laughs> I didn't either. So, hey, wherever you're listening at in the country right now, please give us a, a holler at Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. Pastors Live at therev.fm. And with that, I want to share something with you guys that we had that came in. Uh, it says it says this. Hey, listening from, uh, awesome. from Platte Smith, Nebraska. So oh, praise God. It's called so, that because it's the mouth of the Platte River where it goes into the Missouri. Oh. See here? Geography. Everything makes sense Okay, Phil wins the morning. So Phil wins it. By the way, that's our salted peanut for the day. peanut for the day. Hey, just so you guys know, we have some wonderful people in the studio today. I think sports might come up today. I don't know. That's a possibility. I'm just saying. But again, Pastors Live at therev.f, and we'd love to hear from you. It is Friday, November 10th. We have some wonderful readings today, and we're going to try and get to those. We've got some other things we're going to talk about this morning. But we've got Pastor Shane, who's here today. Uh, we have Pastor Davis here today. Hey, God bless you we guys. We have uh, the other, other, other guy, Pastor Davis, here today. And then we also have Gary Austin, the voice of the valley. Hey guys. The, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, hey, Gary. God bless you, buddy. Gary, thanks, man, for all you do. Love we you really guys. appreciate you. He's the one that edits, so uh, people don't hear me say Platt's mouth. But we also have some other wonderful people in the studio today helping us out with understanding uh, the, you know, why it's called that. Uh, we have Phil here today, and Phil is here from Operation Christmas Child, and he's uh, just a blessing to have with us. You've been with us the last couple weeks and so yeah it's nice to have you here once last week twice this week yeah it's it's nice a couple times last year and and early this year yeah so we're we're really excited so but it's nice to have you here today and it was nice to have you here yesterday so um by the way uh it is just you guys know that today is an important day so hurrah to my brother uh today is the marine corps birthday Mm -hmm. so to uh, all of uh our marine corps brothers uh we are really thankful for you and so uh, hoorah, go for it. And Special shout you. out to my sister who's also a Marine. Oh, right. nice. Yeah. Is she currently is awesome. she serving? No, currently? she's so, no okay. longer serving. But well, yeah, once but a Marine, Marine, always a Marine. Marine. Right. <laughs> so go, yeah, go devil dogs. Uh, you know, so that's a, that's always fun. Yeah, my dad's a Marine and my brother's a Marine and my stepsister's a Marine. Well, so we have lots of Marines in our family. So, it. hey, so uh, we were asking you, uh, but when the mics were off, um, how did you meet your husband? Mm-hmm. And uh, But before we get to that, we want to talk a little bit about the book signing that you have. Yes. Um, and your book is Walking in the Shadows. And, you know, like you were saying, it's like the Lord just kind of worked through you to write this out. Yes. And you've warned me, it's, it's, I'm going to cry. <laughs> and so, and I, I, I'm, I'm good with that. But uh, tell us a little bit about the book and then also uh, when the book signing is and when people can go be part of that. Yep. So Walking in the Shadow is uh, my life journey, God's story in my life and his faithfulness throughout coming from Iraq, escaping execution, numerous wars, and finally being rescued by U.S. militaries and brought to safety. And so it took six years to write this book. There's a lot of healing and a lot of trauma to overcome, a lot of therapy to go through to be able to put the emotions into words. 
but it is here. The Holy Spirit is the true author of this book, and the book signing is on Saturday, November 11th at the Born Again Bookstore from 2 to 4. So everybody gets it. That's tomorrow. Yes. Come see me. <laughs> yeah. And that's going to be great. We're really excited. Uh, and it's been really a pleasure to meet you and get to know a little about your story. But, you know, we, we talked about how you got out of Iraq. How did you meet your husband? So I met him at a basketball tournament through a mutual friend. He and I both love sports. And my master's degree is in sport management. So... He was playing basketball. I was just watching, but I'm pretty loud and obnoxious when it comes to sports and sidelines. And so, and I, it was an no. immediate connection. And um, like you got his attention <laughs> while he was playing. Yep, yep. He noticed I was wearing a Kobe Bryant hat and jersey, and um, I call him my white Kobe. He has a pretty nice jump shot, and so, <laughs> he's so pretty you aggressive me, on so court. You had me at jump shot. Is that kind of yep. how? Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> and I'm pretty aggressive on the sidelines, so they called me Mrs. Phil Jackson for even the refs. I mean, I made really good relationships with refs, but I even got my husband's team kicked out twice because <laughs> I wasn't very nice. <laughs> uh, well, uh, okay, so so we talked a little bit about your background yesterday yes. that um, that you're you're Syrian. Assyrian. Assyrian. Yeah. And so being a Syrian, uh, you made the mention that they're, you know, they were that was, you know, God used Rod them of as God's God's, anger. God's, yes. God's, God's, God's God's anger, but apparently that also uh, is genetic. It is. It is. Uh, we're, so. we're all tough. We're very strong, especially women. We're just kind of Yep. Resilient and so are all are all the girls in your family like that? Pretty much, close pretty to pretty much. Okay, just just tough, <laughs> just absolutely tough. You have to that's survive. That's why your sister's we, a yeah. marine. Yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. That's well, yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah that's a that's a special kind of marine right there. Right. Yeah. My 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 stepsister is like that. Yeah. 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 I mean to be to be able to survive what we went through, you have to be. You can't. Mm take it lightly and so you push through you learn resiliency and then you come here and you kind of carry it on and you fine-tune it in some areas and, and, and you just put on the sideline for basketball <laughs> yes so now your master what's your master's degree in business business and your master's degree sport is management. sports management and funny enough i don't use it <laughs> well, God's like, nope you're gonna get it but i'm gonna take you somewhere else well you do something and different that's okay. right now does your husband still play no. No. Okay. I mean, he plays with the community. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. but he's he he doesn't play no. anymore. So yeah. okay. Leagues so now, do your girls play sports? Gymnastics. Gymnastics. Mm -hmm. There's not as much sideline work for gymnastics. No, is there? I have to behave. Uh, okay, because <laughs> and I don't know much about gymnastics. It wasn't something I grew up with. So I'm just learning it as much as they are right now. Oh, okay. All right. And now, well, uh, in my yeah. experience, people who are loud in the stands don't know much about the sport that they're being loud about. Oh, anyway, not, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying, being an old coach manager, and it begins. Uh, I, I can tell you that a lot of times the things you hear from the stands are uh, <clears throat> inaccurate. Let me tell you something. When the Patriots lost to the Giants several years back, I didn't sleep all night because <clears throat> I kept my husband up going through every play that they called wrong <laughs> and what they could have done to win that game. Is that the Baptist Bible saying. College? Okay. Is that the Baptist okay. Bible College Patriots? So Patriots fan. My, Patriots. My own yeah. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. okay, no, wait a minute. So have you ever thought about doing commentary, like radio commentary live? It's not where God has me. Yeah, I just, but has it ever it occurred to you? It would be fun. I oh, I think it would be amazing. <laughs> it I think would be fun. 
<laughs> You're quick on your feet. I think we, have, we have a Christian school that could use a little color commentary. Too. <laughs> yes. I, I can do that. <laughs> I, can, I can keep it clean but aggressive. <laughs> but not kick our teams out no. of you know, the like, competition. No. We should, you know, we, this, so. it's hard gym. Who's going to kick out? Yeah, we own the gym. It's our gym. Yeah, exactly. Hey, so guys, we 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 love having guests in the studio, but we also want to make sure that we're getting into our Bible readings as well. And we have some wonderful Bible readings today. Uh, we are in Hebrews uh, chapter five, and um, and then also we are in Proverbs chapter twenty-eight, verse nineteen. Uh, and then, uh, which I, I kind of, I really do actually kind of like this one. Uh, he who tills the land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows frivolity uh, will have poverty enough. And, uh, and I always thought that was really interesting because the idea is like, yeah, we're actually supposed to work. There's actually the idea of working and doing. And one of the things that we talked about yesterday was how you guys kind of uh, prepare the field for Operation Christmas Child. And people come into your home. You were Absolutely. showing me pictures of that, which is really great. So you kind of shop throughout the year, but you. But it is important for people to work. Um, it is important to do those things, and uh, the Bible says that we're supposed to. That goes back to our uh, just good, solid Genesis theology. God creates man, puts he you know in a garden to tend it, to till it, to work it, um, and then you know realize it's not good. He's alone. Brings a woman to help create that community between the two of them, and so. Uh, you know, I would hope that, you know, those people who are listening know that it's good to work. And when you were growing up, what was it like? What was labor like when you were growing up? I mean, because you grew up in a different culture. Like when I grew up, I started my first business when I was eight. So I've been working most of my life. What was it like for for you in that culture? In northern um, Iraq yeah. was very poverty, more poverty than the southern part. In northern it was farms, so you just farm to feed your family and right. flocks and sheep. Mm. And But in the Agrarian. south it was business. Yeah. My dad was a math teacher for 14 years, and so that was a government job. And my mom just made ends meet. So we, she, we had a daycare in our house. We used to fill dominoes pieces, you know, the game dominoes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We, the factory would make the plastic and send them to our house and we had syringes with black ink and as a six-year-old you'll read it in the book I'm sitting there trying to balance my hand and dropping the dots the black ink into so that was my first job at home and we got paid by pieces if I made a mistake we lost that piece and so I had to sit there and literally stabilize my hand and do put ink drops and dominoes so that was my first job and that's how we made ends as an avid work. domino player, let me tell you, some of those pieces got through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got, them. yeah, we got them here. Yeah, so it's it's interesting because sometimes we don't want to talk about work, um, right. you know, and we we forget that we have to work. There is a there is a you know because if you don't, poverty is going to come upon Jesus you. Jesus was a cop- carpenter. Paul yeah, was a tent maker, maker. and right. we have a saying in Assyrian that says, "God says, you do the working, I'll do the blessing." <laughs> that's well that's interesting simple so, is as simple does right? man yeah yeah. It, well, yeah simple is as simple does but like i know that for all of us here um being diligent uh to do things is really important and i know that um god blesses those who are diligent mm-hmm. you know he really does he blesses that diligence and so uh but uh, you know other bible readings today psalm 119 by the way we, we're not going to do a re- just a one sit down reading of all of psalm 119 i just want to 
But this that. is yes, one of my very favorite sections of Psalm 119. It's an old youth pastor, and for Absolutely. you, Shane, I know this is one of your favorite yes, areas, sir. right? Uh, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. With my whole heart I have sought you. Let me not wander from your commandments. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. I mean, this is this is a, a wonderful section when, as youth guys yeah. to talk to, uh, to speak into that, the importance of, of scripture memorization, not just reading it, not just saying, oh man, I got to do my devotions in the morning. Oh golly, I got to hurry up because I got to get out of the house. But to take time to meditate on God's word and to memorize it. I mean, that's 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 a huge part of Christian discipline, yeah? Yeah, to crave it. That's, that, that's very important to me. And when you read Psalm 119, you see that David craves his God, right? And, mm-hmm. and you think of like when you have a craving, you know, you want, you want a salted peanut or, right. <laughs> or you want uh, a good steak or whatever. You can literally like right. taste it in your mouth and reimagine it in your head. And that's the same thing with the word of God. We crave it. Um, we know what it is. We know what it says. We, we, we think about it and we hunger and desire for it that yeah. way when we read it. Um, it's, it's like, oh, yeah, that's even better than what I right. thought. Right, <laughs> right. right, right. And I love that, you know, because as you go through life, what, whatever your circumstances are, uh, temptations or uh, conflicts, whatever it may, might be, and the Holy Spirit brings those scriptures back to your remembrance that you've memorized. I mean, uh, you know, you guys, Ty, you and Vermina, you, you're talking about diligence and hard work. Man, the diligence of spending time in God's Word, memorizing God's Word. I mean, that, you know, we talk about John 2 quite a bit, you know, where Jesus tells yeah. the servants, hey, fill those water pots with water, and they fill them to the brim with water. And then they they dip the water out and take it to the master of ceremonies, and somewhere between the pot and the the lips of the master of ceremonies, it becomes wine. And the the, the Holy Spirit doesn't tell us when that happens, like it's none of our business. But it's like when those servants fill those vessels, those earthen vessels to the brim with water, I, I tell people all the time, man, we're the earthen vessels. The water is God's word. Don't just put in a little bit. Yeah. Man, maximize it. Fill to the brim. And then when you draw it out and you're thinking, I don't know if this is what this person needs to hear, but this is what's in my heart. And when you draw it out and the Holy Spirit turns it to wine and that person says, holy smokes, this is the best thing I've ever heard. And you're like, oh, okay. But, but like you were saying, you know, for me, I can't take credit for that. The Lord took that, the water, right. and turned it into wine. And water is odorless. It's tasteless, you know. And sometimes you can read the word of God and you're like, Lord, I'm not really sure what I'm getting out of this today, you know, but I'm, I'm going to be diligent. I'm going to do the heavy lifting. I'm going to do the work and I want to spend time with you. And I'm going to put in that, the, the word of God that maybe today you're not finding it to be the most exciting portion of scripture on the planet, you know? Yeah. But then when the Holy Spirit says, hey, take that, that, that which you have put in, now draw it out for this person you're talking to and I'll do the work. And he turns it into wine, and they're like, "Holy smokes, where have you been? I needed to hear that. You know, I yeah. love that. Right? Yeah, I just love that. You got, uh, you know, bodily discipline profits a little, but how much more does spiritual discipline right. profit? Mm-hmm. When we're Are in you the word from a Kobe, I'm just asking because I'm, hey. I'm making the connection. Here. <laughs> I don't. So I'm out of the sports. I don't know anything Dude, about the sports. She will pull a shack attack I, on you right now. <laughs> I was at I was at a firehouse grill the it's other day eating down. nachos, watching the sports, and just like, oh. What's going on? This is cool. I can teach you. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a master's degree. She can be your master. 
just uh, practicing discipleship on a whole nother level, right? That's right. It's like, um, yeah, but, this is, this is how you yell at the ref. <laughs> this is how you correct the play. Right. When this is how you do it. It's like, yeah. when, when, she, when she screams, come on, Blue, you're missing a great game. You'll know what she means. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> when we're disciplined in reading our Bible um, and, and everything that Pastor Dave uh, was talking about, um, then it's just available to us, right? And we, right. we take so much care of our bodies and our, our lives. We need to take care of our spirits all the more because uh, you don't know when you're going to uh, be given those divine appointments and those divine opportunities to preach and maybe change yeah. someone's life. I have well, no... Um, not you changing it, but the Word of R- God right, of changing yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, someone's life. I have noticed that whenever I spend time in certain parts of the Bible, within a day or two, I end up using that same exactly. exact Ta-da. section. I was exactly. like, oh, <laughs> because okay. if I only just and, the, and there it is, though, right? Because the holy yeah. the Holy Spirit cannot draw out what I What's what I mean. refuse to yeah. put in. Right. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? And Steve, you know, Mr. Redmer down there. Someone, can you wake up, Steve? Phil. So we wake up, Steve. Hey, Steve. Steve. So Steve yeah. in baseball, right? <laughs> I mean, because we played baseball and oh, yeah. I coached and managed baseball for years. During a game, I don't want my players thinking. I never wanted my players thinking. I wanted them reacting. We think all week long. We drill. We grill. We're working hard. We're being diligent. On game day, you're just reacting, man. Exactly. And that's it's kind of like what Shane yeah. and Ramin are talking about with the Word of God. You're putting it in. You're being diligent. You're working at it. And then yep. those circumstances come up, and all of a sudden, you, you just react, and it comes out because you've been working right. in that part of the Scripture, yeah? It's just being obedient to the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. when he yeah. prompts you saying, say this. And sometimes we're like, no, they're going to judge me. Or no, <laughs> I'm too shy. Or you know, like right. this situation's yeah. not right, not now, Lord. And he goes, no, now. Now. Like, yeah, use now. it. And, and that obedience is the game changer. And what typically happens is that not all the time, sometimes they do ridicule. But what typically happens is people are shocked when they go, man, you know a lot about the word. Mm-hmm. You know, or if they don't know to say the word, that's or a it's kind exactly of Christian what they needed to hear. It's boy, I needed to hear that. Man, right. How did you learn so much about the Bible? And you're like, oh, and here I was afraid they were going to be, you know, resistant. They were going to ridicule. And the truth is, they're like, oh, ouch, I needed to hear. That. How did you learn so much about the Bible? And you're like, look, it's God's word, not mine. Well, somebody asked me that, that the other day. You know, how, you know, how do you know so much about the Bible? I said I read it this morning. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Because That's that right. was actually like I like exactly what you're saying. Uh, I'll be if I'll do morning devotions. If I go sit down at a coffee shop or something to write, if somebody comes up and talks to me, nine times out of ten, I will share with them what I read that morning. Because that's, it's just like, and, and, and we have Bible readings that kind of move us through the scriptures in that very same way. Um, and one of our other Bible readings today, and we're going to close with this, is Joel chapter 2. And Joel chapter 2 is where we see that God is going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. Um, and, I, you know, another time, Romina, we'd love to have you come in and talk Absolutely. about that. It'll because be my pleasure. I mm-hmm. know that you have had uh, an experience that uh, many people in Iraq specifically mm-hmm. that I have spoken with have had. Um, and, and I actually about, quoted Joel chapter two. Did you? Book. Yeah, I've yeah. Quite, yeah, exactly so. right. Because the spirit of God is, was poured mm-hmm. out on all flesh, and the spirit of God is still for us as the church today. And God fills us with the Holy Spirit, and He moves in and through us by the power of His Holy Spirit. And uh, we encourage you guys to continue um, as just followers of Jesus. Say, Lord, fill me with Your Holy Spirit. 
help me to walk in your ways and give me strength and wisdom for today. <laughs> and so, guys, we want to really encourage you to do those things. Uh, please be reading through the Bible. If you have a comment or question, please send them to us at pastorslive@therev.fm. Because we had guests in the studio, I have some questions here that are really, really good. And this weekend is a baptism a weekend here at Water Springs yep. Church, so come on out. We're going to be actually talking about uh, salvation and baptism, and we'll, then we're going to be uh, spending some time uh, celebrating together as a church family. So uh, at any of our services this weekend, uh, that would be Saturday night at 7, Sunday morning 9 and 11. And God bless you guys. Thank you so much for all that you do. And once again, uh, to uh, our Marine Corps uh, brothers and sisters, hoorah! And you're loved, your family, we're out. You've reached the end of another episode of Pastors Live, a Rev FM production podcast. Thank you for listening. Submit your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review from your favorite podcast listening platform. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon so you don't miss the next episode drop.